0: Welcome to the Ultimate Bowls Podcast, brought to you by Henselite, Choice of Champions, Ryman Healthcare, pioneering a new way to live for a new retirement generation. Sports Centre, Australian owned, Australian made apparels and merchandise for sporting clubs, schools, corporates, and events. Now, here's your host, CEO of the UBC, Mark Casey. Welcome to another episode of the Ultimate Bowls podcast. Before we speak to our special guest today, I'd like to provide our listeners with an update on our UBC events for 2020. I'm thrilled to announce that our events will be going ahead later this year. Or early in 2021, but we'll be doing things a little bit differently. Instead of running three individual events across the year, we'll be having an Ultimate Bowls Week, combining all three events in the one week at the one venue. I'm also pleased to confirm the Deer Park Club in Melbourne will be our host venue for this exciting week of action-packed bowls. The UBC has been extremely fortunate with all of our host venues, Moema. Rarilla and the Deer Park Club have been incredible host venues and we thank them for their continued support. We're really excited about the Ultimate Bowls Week, given the UBC teams the chance to compete in all three events. Having half a million dollars in prize money attached to the week makes this the most lucrative week for our sport. As more details come to hand on the Ultimate Bowls Week, I'll be pleased to share this with you on our podcast in weeks to come. Now to our special guest, the man many of you will know as the main commentator for the UBC, Chris Green. Welcome, Greenie. Thanks for joining us on our podcast. Thanks, Case. Really looking
1: forward to it, pal. Shows have been brilliant so far, so I'm looking forward to see what questions you've got in store for me. Great to hear you're enjoying the show, mate.
0: Firstly, as most people are aware of your administration talents, can you tell our listeners how you started out in our sport? And what
1: have been some of your major achievements on the green over the years? Bowls are a massive team sport, and it's one of the things I love, Case. In saying that, I've been lucky enough to be involved with uh, Tarrant Point Bowling Club since the age of nine. Uh, As a result, part of uh, some really great successes, uh, such as a New South Wales Premier League victory in uh, 2009, uh, three New South Wales number 1 pennant championships in a row, uh, and fortunate enough to represent New South Wales at uh, under-18s, under-25s development and reserve levels. Uh, Along the way in New South Wales under 18 and under 25 singles title, uh, semi-final the Aussie Open singles and a number of club and zone level titles Uh, but it's definitely the team events uh, that stand out the most uh, just being able to share those victories with great mates. Mate you mentioned the Tarrant Point Bowls
0: Club, I know how great the club is but it must feel special to you that you've been able to be there for
1: so long it's beyond words case. Uh, Growing up uh, in the street next to the club and being sports mad, I was playing uh, every sport imaginable, really. Uh, Then fortunately, at nine years of age, I went around the club uh, just for an open day with my brothers, mum and dad, mainly for the Sausage Sizzle and Jumping Castle, I'm not going to lie there, Uh, but within the first half hour, I was uh, rolling my first bowls. Uh, From the first bowl, I was uh, hooked, really, uh, and stayed on the green, challenging people for the rest of the day. Uh, Over 20 years later, and still at the point, uh, it's been an amazing ride which uh, just continues to the day. Uh, I've always uh, respected the sports people uh, who have been at one club and and that's probably something that gives me a lot of um, personal satisfaction always being at the point. Uh, Over the years the club has grown and and grown with many great players, members and staff. Uh, Luckily for me the journey has involved uh, many of these great people, uh, not just as a bowler uh, but I've worked at the club uh, in a number of roles and also served on the board for over five years um, in the past. Uh, The memories I have of the club and the people involved are are endless. Uh, They're very special to me. Uh, Uh, And I'm sure there's going to be many more of those to come in the future too. Over the years, Tarrant Point has been one of the powerhouse clubs in Australia.
0: Tell us about some of the players that have represented the club.
1: It's an incredible list case. Uh, Both men and women, uh, a plethora of state, national, overseas representatives. As far back as the 70s and 80s with New South Wales reps Moyer, Freestone, Dwyer, Metham and Downs. And then uh, obviously Tulls joined the club. Uh, Wayne Turley joined the club in the mid-90s. The list continued to grow with a number of New South Wales reps such as Reggie McCullough, Barry Benson, Brian Morton, Brendan Egan, Brodie Pitham, John Green. Uh, early 2000s then uh, the club had the services of the stick man Russell Meyer from New Zealand and Birdie Brett Upray, uh representing Australia uh, furthering this list of internationals with Turles, uh, Richard Gervin, Ali Forsythe um, and then the duo from uh, Northern Ireland, my Irish brothers, Ian McClure and Jeremy Henry, much love for the boys and then just recently Mike Nagy who we know is a, um, a world class player and he's once again back at the club after a year away um, and then you look at the times of Premier League and now pennant marquee players, and the likes of Mark Jacobson, Robbie Thompson, Kevin Walsh, Shane Globitz, Barry Lester, Aaron Sheriff, Nathan Bush, uh, David Axon, and look, of course, yourself, mate. Many great times uh, with you at the point, that's for sure. Yes,
0: mate. I certainly loved my time at the point. Back then, I'd probably say that the New South Wales Premier League was the strongest and best club competition in the world. Uh, there was so many players flying in from interstate and overseas playing in the competition. It was uh, it was fantastic. And I was lucky enough to, to play with some of the names that you've just mentioned. So, um, yeah, I certainly loved my time at Tarrant Point and uh, always look back with fond memories. Mate, there were so many great times we've had. Um, are you able to share any stories from the
1: years that our listeners might like to hear? <laughs> Uh, plenty of them, mate. Uh, just firstly, what time slot and rating does this show have? Now, nah, look, as I mentioned at the start of the show, winning events with mates is always uh, the best. Uh, so, the Premier League title in uh, 2008 uh, and the party afterwards was pretty big. Uh, we have uh, shared a number of beverages and coddies while off the green, uh, and plenty of good times on it. There's plenty of good memories we have got. Um, look, I will just say one little funny story, though, and that was uh, one of the nights when you were chaperoning me back to Paro Avenue. Uh, Uh, for the listeners which is literally just a street from the club Uh, and through the back of the club we were walking uh, alongside the mangroves and my uh, sidestep landed me in the mangroves Uh, yet you remained uh, nice and dry on the high land though Uh, most of our other stories probably need to be kept for uh, maybe your next special podcast (laughs) Mate, I
0: I like how you uh, shared some of the story and missed some vital information but uh, anyway, we'll leave that for now uh, now, Chris Green, the bowls Administrator, you've played a big role in my working career, mate. And uh, can you tell our listeners you know,
1: how all this started for you? Oh, look, mate, it's, uh, it's really been a privilege uh, the last uh, few years working alongside you and I'm sure plenty more to come. Sports administration was always my dream. Uh, in fact, during high school, I, I did some work with cricket in New South Wales. and absolutely loved it. I uh, knew it was something I would pursue in the future. After high school, I went to Wollongong Uni for about two months. Uh, wasn't really something that I enjoyed, uh, so I deferred and, and started working in the club. Uh, it was a really tough time for a couple of weeks there, but my mum, she was a, a major supporter in the decision, not because she saw it as the right move, but she knew it would. Uh, it made me happy, and I always thank her for that. Uh, from there, I worked at the point for... For a couple of years uh, before, uh, luckily enough, I played a game of zone pairs against the Bowles New South Wales CEO at the time, Greg Helm, Um, put me back on the uh, path of my dream to be a sports um, sort of sports administration role. Uh, Not long after that, I was working with Bowles New South Wales and being mentored by the sports development manager, Michael Beaumont, Uh, MB someone very special and important in my life and career movements. Bowls New South Wales was a great association to work with, uh, and they supported their staff in numerous ways, including enrolling me uh, in a number of sports and business management courses, uh, which were always great. Uh, Then came the Bowls Australia Community Development Officers, now regional bowls managers, and worked in a role with uh, BA alongside yourself. Um, helping bowls throughout the community. Uh, during the few years after that, I uh, worked in roles with BA and bowls New South Wales, uh, then a role with the BPL marking uh, while you showed your class on the greens, mate. Um, Move forward a few years, uh, you were events manager for BA, then landed the role of lawn bowls manager at uh, GC 2018. Uh, we had a few early discussions about uh, roles uh, that would be open for application. And then I pestered you for the following months uh, and I definitely pestered you as to when these roles would be open for the application. Uh, you clearly knew I was keen. Uh, either that or you thought I was being very annoying, but I uh, hopefully you thought I was keen. Uh, finally, then, uh, applications opened. I was lucky enough to be um, selected as your technical uh, operations manager. Uh, mate, I was over the moon. Uh, within just a month, we were working together on the Maldi Nations uh, event at Broadbeach, Uh which major international event uh, What well, was a major international event also doubling as a lead up for the GC 2018. Uh, before and since GC 2018 I've been fortunate enough to see you in full flight as a leader off the green um, and look it's pretty impressive mate and we've done a number of events including Trans-Tasman, Australian Open Multination uh, and now uh, the most exciting uh, new event the, the UBC, the Ultimate Bowls Championships um, look Bowls Administration is something I love uh, and working with you never seems like work it just seems like mates doing our best to ensure uh, events are a success to all stakeholders, mate.
0: Thanks for your kind words, mate. To be honest, I wouldn't want anyone else as my offsider. You've done a terrific job um, as my assistant uh, on many events now, and I look forward to that continuing. As we've said, we've worked together on many major events now. Uh, which one
1: stands out best for you? Oh, definitely the Com Games, mate. Uh, GC 2018 was and always will be the highlight. To work on something which is seen globally and contested by countries from all over the world, uh, watched by millions, and the bowling highlights for so many will be special for the involvement I had with you and so many other great Com Games staff and volunteers. Uh, we long days. We won't talk about hours in case people from the Come Games are listening. But we uh, may have been a little over the quota allowed. We weren't alone though, mate. As you know, so many other uh, staff did amazing things and volunteers for sure. Uh, We were blessed to be part of an amazing sports team, Uh, not just the bowls side of it, but the staff and volunteers from all the other sports too. Uh, A direct team, which included Claire Turley and Brittany Scott, were amazing. Uh, We knew Claria as many do uh, in the bowls world before the event, but not many would know Brittany Scott. Uh, Britt was such an integral part of our team. Uh, Britt travels uh, from major event to major event all over the world, and her expertise and all-around bubbly personality was infectious uh, on all of us, and I hope Britt's tuning in because we do still try and keep in touch with brit and we love brit very much uh look mate you had already competed in, uh, and been successful in past commonwealth games uh, so to work with you and help do my part in making Com games one of if not the best so far was very special to me uh, viewing numbers were fantastic the bowls they were great uh, our volunteers they were just outstanding and the entire group effort uh, was very special indeed uh, you always set a high standard on the green. Uh, and It's just as high, if not higher, off the green, mate. You're outstanding uh, in your role. Uh, I don't want to sort of talk you up too much, but you were really good, mate. You were really impressive. You made everyone else at ease you know, just with the direction you, you carved for us all, and you're a true leader, and it made it really special. Yes, absolutely, mate. The Gold Coast Commonwealth
0: Games will always be one of my highlights as well. and I'm glad you mentioned our amazing team, um, particularly our little Canadian superstar, Brittany Scott, um, how incredible she was and I guess the, the input she provided our team from a non-bowler's point of view um, she was uh, she was fantastic and maybe one day we can talk her into a role with the UBC who knows your other point about the volunteers is so true, I'm a great believer that volunteers uh, make games and, and make these big events and our ours were simply incredible and, and yourself, Britt and Claire put a, put a lot of time into them so a, a big thanks must go to you guys as well now, let's talk about your involvement with the UBC. You have several roles with us.
1: Oh, the UBC, mate. What can I say? Uh, look, we were both on a bit of a low after the Com Games and, and didn't think uh, anything would come along that had us back in action like the Com Games. But the UBC has definitely done that and more, mate. Um, my main role is very much the same as the Com Games. Uh, You're right-hand man. Uh, apart from that, I love to chat. So when you uh, slotted me in the commentary for live stream and also the production shows, uh, it's been awesome. Uh, with a point having a side in the UBC there's obviously uh, a role for me to play there uh, in line with my role as at the club uh, as the bowls coordinator and as for specific roles I think everyone uh, who has attended uh, any event, no, uh, no we have a limited staff list so everyone just jumps in and, and helps out where they can. I must so, say though uh, we do have uh, such amazing volunteers. The UBC uh, it couldn't happen without the great uh, volunteers and of all ages uh, who help across uh, each and every event and make it really successful. Being our head commentator you've got the
0: best seat in the house to watch all the action. In the first year of the UBC tell us about what you think of the
1: unique format and where you see the UBC going? The unique format uh, is exactly what it was built as uh, from the start. Fun, fast and fresh. Uh, It has its lovers and also has some uh, critics, but as each event passes, the critics become less and the lovers continue to increase uh, exponentially, uh, which is great to see. Uh, There's no end to where the UBC could end up, mate. Uh, For it to be such a success after a short period of planning goes to show it's a global product. Uh, The buy-in from the players, franchises, supporters and volunteers has been brilliant. Uh, And with this continued support, we're definitely going to increase each year. You mentioned the players. Which players have adapted to the
0: format, to the different scoring system, the best over the, the first 12 months?
1: Oh, great question. Uh, the players have been very impressive. Uh, it was a complete new format for the players to get their heads around and tactics continually change from end-to-end, match-to-match and even between events for the different paces and lines of greens. Uh, obviously, you have to look at the successful sides in Dandenong Club, the Point, Borough Boys. Uh, these sides had their go-to players, or although all sides were filled with endless talent, really. Uh, instead of singling out any players, I think it was combinations we saw which took control uh, of the rink and the outcomes of their games. Kelly and Lester for Dandenong, uh Forsyth and Axon for the point. And then in event three, we saw the culmination of the two prior events in Nathan Wilson and Brett Spur. Uh, the Borough boys there, they were really uh, impressive down at Moama. Uh, These combinations stood out, and and you look at the other players on their rosters, Turles, Johnny Green, Johnny McCarron, all uh, top-class players who did their jobs at each event too. Yes, spot on, mate.
0: Greeny, from the commentary box... Tell us about one moment that happened in the UBC during the year. Something
1: that really stands out to you. Oh, standout moment. Just think event one. Uh, Gary Kelly in the quarterfinal over Willer. Uh, last bowl toucher moving the jack to give him enough points to overcome the 11 points difference uh, against heading into the last bowl. He needs 10 points, remember, to win this match. He's got to draw the shot. Well, he's so close. Have a look at this, Gary. Well, he going touch He falls over Barry Lester. Look at him here it? Have a look at him. The hat's off. He must have done enough. 68-64, they've come from the dead yeah, club, yeah. on to take this match. As it was the first event and showed showcased exactly what the UBC is all about, definitely stands out for me. And I think Baz still hasn't found his cap he threw into the air after that bowl. Yes,
0: I think we'll always remember that moment, uh, what a bowl that was from Gary Kelly. I think you were in the commentary box with the great Kelvin Kirker at the time. I know it certainly made for some exciting TV coverage as well. The Point, the champions of the second event, you must be thrilled with the, that result. Uh, what, did it, what did this mean to a club like Tarrant Point? Oh, the event two win was just electrifying
1: for The Point. The Point have one hand on oh, the winner's check. Needs to hurry here. Tappy really needs to hurry. He's done enough for the shot. But Gary Kelly, he'll be playing backhand. He'll be playing weight. If Kelly is to get the jack and stays inbound bound with the shot, that's enough to win the match and the title. Big bowl coming up here. The boys are still watching it. Generally, it's a good sign. Is he going to hold up for the bowl? Through the gap, Barry Lester. Oh, Kelly. That's well, that's point. it. The boys are already partying. That's it. John Green is already on the rink. Lester and Kelly gallant in defeat. Congratulations to the point man beside me has a tear in his eye. A club that he is very closely affiliated with. Uh, Lyle Keats, uh, he's the treasurer and a life member of the club. Uh, He said it was the club's biggest success. Uh, And for a club with such a rich history of successes, uh, it tells you everything about the importance of the result there at Deer Park. Uh, the $60,000 winner's check was fantastic, but the exposure and publicity from the result just echoed around the world. Our members were pumped, and, and that's always something great. Uh, we really like the, we really love the support from our club members, so it's, it's nice for them to really enjoy moments
0: such as that. Wow, that's so good to hear, mate. Now, moving on to the points team for 2020. Uh, first of all, you, you pulled a bit of a surprise by pre-selecting uh, the Welsh wizard, David Axon, um, but tell us how you were able to snare the world champion New Zealand
1: player, Ali Forsyth, We picked 20 from the draft. That was a steal. Well, the point since the inception of the UBC uh, based their sides on players who have in the past or currently play at the club. Uh, it's a strong message we select uh, this way uh, to support our close-knit club and its members. Uh, David Axon, as our pre-selected player, gave us a little freedom in the draft uh, with already having a current player uh, in the side. Uh, Ali would have been our pre-selected player, but due to uncertainty of his availability for all events in 2020, we decided on Axon uh, with Ali then topping our list of first picks in the draft Uh, it was a major surprise that Ali lasted so long especially when I saw the amount of franchises who had him on top of their lists or even at least in the top five Uh, so for for me to be seeing that at the draft table I was a little bit nervous until uh, we did get the chance to to pick Ali but look Ali's first class and someone who the point members love Uh, the point always love having Ali involved in anything we play in.
0: You're also able to draft in New Zealand representative Mike Nagy, a club member from Tarrant Point as well. I'm sure the Point are going to be one of the teams to beat in 2020. You guys must be fairly confident.
1: Well, absolutely. The clubs are very excited for what this experience lineup can deliver at the future UBC events. Uh, Mike Nagy, our current World Fours Championship, uh, winner. Uh, he played alongside Ali Forsyth in that, and a current member at the Point too, which is, is exciting for our members and for our side. Uh, Mike is currently in some of the best form of his career. Um, so, look, his history with Ali and, and current play with Axon is a mouth-watering uh, mixture for the Point and the UBC. Uh, In the first year of the UBC, we had John Green and he did a great job. Uh, He was in the mix for us, but once uh, we selected Ali, it was important to select another current club member if the opportunity was there uh, when our selection came around the end. Look, it it was a surprise John didn't get drafted by another franchise. as uh, Like I said with Ali, I saw a lot of the lists from the franchises and Johnny was in the top five for many of those lists that I saw.
0: Greeny, we've just announced that we're going ahead with the Ultimate Bowls week later in the year. Uh, One week, $500,000
1: in prize money. What are your thoughts about this? Uh, The Ultimate Bowls Week, uh, it's a huge announcement for the UBC, but it's just massive for the sport. Uh, following this pandemic, it's it's going to be great for bowlers and bowls lovers alike. Uh, you look at the bowls side of things, it's going to be really um, fatiguing on the players, both uh, physically and mentally, uh, so it really will be tough. So the best teams really will have to fight for the victories. For the bowls lovers, there's going to be action all week, uh, and that's going to be great. Obviously, the rounds and then the finals, the three events all in one is going to be massive. And then you look at the prize money. It's going to be the most lucrative week of bowls uh, in the history of the sport, uh, up five hundred dollars uh, on offer so i uh, mean i can't wait for it uh, it's still a couple of months obviously away but the planning that's going to go into it will make it something very special
0: brilliant greenie you're outstanding once again thanks for your time mate and
1: uh let's hope we can catch up soon thanks very much case really enjoyed it uh mate there's some really good questions there Look, uh, the list of players who you've already told me uh, who are going to be on this podcast, it, it's unbelievable and it's great for the view uh, for the listeners out there and all the UBC lovers as well as lovers for bowls. So keep up the good work, mate, and can't wait to catch up soon. And now for our special segment of 60 Seconds with Chris Green. Best player in the world. Oh, there are too many uh, top players, mate. Too close to call. I'm definitely going to sit on the fence here, OK? I'm not going to go either way. I'm sitting on the fence. Your greatest achievement. Greatest achievement, definitely the three-peat New South Wales number one pennant, uh, wins with a point, uh, and the great teammates involved as well. Favourite sportsperson? Stephen Roger Waugh, definitely my favourite sportsperson, uh, that's for sure. I think I've read every Steve War book and watched every single Steve War documentary. Best ever holiday? Fortunate enough to go a few places around the world, but I have to say Northern Ireland. Uh, after planning to go uh, over for years after meeting Ian McClure and Jeremy Henry, after finally doing it uh, after 10 years, uh, it was just great. Uh, both Ian and Jez are my Irish brothers, uh, so it was very special for me to see their hometowns and all around the beautiful countryside. I also got to meet uh, some great new lifelong friends over there and can't wait to go back over again soon. Favourite sports team? The mighty Newcastle Knights, are still the only team in the NRL never to have been beaten in a grand final. They are my favourite sports team. Favourite movie? Favourite movie? I love all my sports movies, but there's my little go-to, and that's Lion King. I just love it. Just a little bit of sentimental value there. Uh, I do love Lion King. Favourite song? Favourite song, made an oldie but a goodie, Imagine, John Lennon. First ever coach? Turles, Wayne Turley and Brian Morton, they were my first ever coaches. Uh, I'm sure I put them through a lot of pain and punishment early on, Uh, but look, I do thank them for uh, all their efforts uh, and ongoing efforts as well. Person in our sport you respect the most? Oh, personally, our sport, who I most respect, mate, it's a great question. Uh, Sport is filled with uh, very admirable people. Uh, And, look, you know my... um Respect I have for you. Uh, so you'd be right up there. But look, I will say Michael Beaumont, uh, MB was my manager at Bowles, New South Wales, and also a life member who's taught me so much and continues to do so. Toughest opponent. Toughest opponents, mate. A lot do stand out, but Leif Selby, uh, just his ability, uh, the competitor he is and his determination, just all first class, very tough to beat. Best advice you have been given that has helped your game? Best advice. Well, lots of advice. Uh, Obviously, one of the big things is just enjoy yourself. Uh, Yes, times will be tough on the green, as in life, uh, but find the time to enjoy the moment as it'll only help you grow
0: as a bowler and a person. Once again, I'll provide a personal insight on the person that we've heard from. This one is a special one for me, I must say. Chris and I go back a long way. Uh, We're very close friends. Uh, He's been someone that's been around me for a lot of my special moments, particularly in the sport. Um, And he's someone that would do anything for anyone in need. That's one of his greatest traits. He's a very kind and passionate young man. But what I guess that pleases me the most about uh, Chris is is watching him grow from a a lovable young prankster to to today, he's a very smart, intelligent, professional uh, young man. Thank you for listening to the Ultimate Bowls podcast. Brought to you by Henselite, Choice of Champions, Ryman Healthcare, pioneering a new way to live for a new retirement generation. Sports Centre, Australian-owned, Australian-made apparels and merchandise for sporting clubs, schools... And events. If you'd like to be involved in the UBC, it's easier than you think. Click on ultimate Bowls Championship.com.au for more details.